I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 471st episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my indubitable co-host. We've got, some may say, Lord Jushiro. Hello. Ho, ho, hola. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was... (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm gonna introduce the next person but that 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 got me real good um <laughs> the next person is the battle master himself seth vilo ho ho what up dog <laughs> jushiro's was way better i i don't even feel you bad put me on the spot i didn't think of anything <laughs> but welcome to the puckle podcast puckle of course standing for the pokemon underground champions league a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007 and we've kept because branding yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it's a it's a good time we talk everything here pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between i'm actually really excited for today's uh topic me too I'm very excited. I, it's been a while since we've gone back to like those more traditional like puckle BS topics. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it, it it's a time for BS. <laughs> it's like if the three of us were sitting around in a living room and we were just having a discussion, and I love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, so it's better than being like, "What did you hear about Crown Tundra today?" <laughs> I'm so over talking about Crown Tundra. I think I stopped doing it like six weeks ago, but I'm all Crown Tundra'd out. Uh, I just want to clarify that no substance was used for the creation of this topic today. That's true. <laughs> uh, it's too early for that. And but yeah, it's been uh, it's been a wonderful time uh, since the last time I played in the Dragon King Cup that I forgot about, but Sigma reminded me within an hour before registration closed, so I signed nice. up for it. It's actually really it's a it's a fun meta. I I wish I would have thought about it and prepped for it more. I just grabbed some team that I liked. I played a couple matches with it and said, "Yeah, sure, I'll use it." Uh huh. But the meta is GS Cup of BSS. Hmm. So it's Battle Stadium singles, and you're allowed one quote unquote Uber Box Legend, which oh. is really cool because I they're actually semi balanced in that meta. Honestly, I feel like the more legendaries they add the less um hard i feel against them because before when they announced that you could use legendaries to me it was like one of the worst news ever it's like really they're overpowered but now that we have so many um it's different it feels different it's like gs cup and vgc where you get two right so everybody's only running around with one so you only have to really worry about a couple big hitters and if you can counter that it's fine like i'm running with somebody who's not as popular dialga because I'm, Mm. i'm always trying to make dialga good and is that your favorite uh legendary uh i don't know if it's my favorite legendary 
I don't know. Like mm-hmm. Gen Gen Four has a soft spot in my heart forever and always, mostly because that's Me like too, what inspired yeah. Puckle and like my own my more online presence in the Pokemon community. It's what saved my Pokemon fandom too. So I mean, I really I really enjoy Gen Four, but I I always like Dialga and Palkia aren't the best legends, especially now after not I wouldn't say Gen Five minus Kirim, but. Yeah. Gen 6, Gen 7, Gen 8, like, all of those Pokemon are all really heavy hitters. Like, all of the cover yeah. legends. Yeah. And, but I really like trying to make those guys work. Like, I try to make the older guys work before they thought, oh, let's make these guys uber-powerful. Right. And Dialga has a really good place in this meta because a lot of the big hitters can't really touch it. Mm. You're thinking of, like, Zacian. Zacian's super popular. It's not doing much. Ooh, yeah. It resists a lot of stuff that comes from Kyogre, which is really big right now, because Choice Scarf Kyogre is pretty big. Oh, um, yeah. It's very easy yeah. to run. Yeah, it, it just handles all of those things really well. Interesting. It, it handles a lot of things very well, and you can you can usually get a turn one Trick Room going, and you're a speedy Dialga. Uh, as a TCG player, I uh, at this moment in space-time, oh, I'm I so feel sorry. that ADP <laughs> has ruined that trio for me. Uh, <laughs> for a while, so yeah, I wish yeah. I could say that no one uses Dialga or Palkia in the oh, TCG, man, but that's no, not the case. It's no, everywhere. <laughs> I, I am really happy. I'm really proud of the TCG in a couple of ways outside of the uh, fan base, just, well, fan base in quotes, right. buying up all of the cards right now. I, I'm, they did yeah. release that deck though, that Battle Arena deck with ADP. Yeah, I'm, yeah, they're making I'm it really, much more accessible than before. Yeah, and I've seen that around, which is great. I'm such a big fan of that. Like, I think I, I don't remember what the price is. I think it's something like twenty dollars, something around there. Mm-hmm. And you just buy three of those, and you've got you've got yourself a top tier deck. If you buy three mm-hmm. of them, absolutely, you've got all of them. Sixty bucks, you can have a top tier deck. Yep, that's insane. And to me. they're also they're also making all those other ways. The support cards a lot easier to get. Like mm-hmm. the in a couple of months, I think February's set, they're coming out with a Crobat box, mm-hmm. so you can just get it and you have your Crobat V. This is this is like the healthiest I've seen Pokemon TCG in a long time. Yeah, it's great. that's a perfect example. Um, Savilo, because um, remember when we were um had the issue with shaming and Crobat is basically mm-hmm. uh, uh, an errata yeah. shaming ex. Um, and shaming was 80 bucks, 100 bucks. I remember needed, that. And, I remember and, that. Yeah, and there were decks that needed like th- minimum three, right? Or yeah. four if you really want to make it work. And, uh, that's a lot of money. And, uh, but yeah, and we were all hoping for that one arena box to come in. Oh, maybe they'll give us shaming in a tin can. Maybe they'll give us shaming. Never happened. This yeah. time around, they're doing it. They're giving us the really hardcore cards. Yep. And that's really helping in limiting the price gouging online. I'm mm-hmm. really happy with that. I, I really like Pokemon as a trading card game for a lot of reasons. One of them being that it's definitely cheap compared mm-hmm. to something like Magic. And, and Yu-Gi-Oh. And Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh gets ridiculous. Yu-Gi-Oh is better than Magic, I think. But it does get insane I'm sometimes. I'm not the person to ask. Shamu is. <laughs> Shamu is honestly. Yeah, Shamu will be much more, yeah. I used to play all of them, but um, yeah, I dropped off long ago, so I really have lost any uh, any right to uh, opinionate on Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic. It's I been think Pokemon's the way to go, anyway. Pokemon's the way. Yeah, this yeah. is the way. Pokemon. This is the way. Uh, <laughs> I have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Have you guys been doing anything interesting uh, lately? Uh, 
not Pokemon, unfortunately. We, yeah, well, fine. I did. Uh, we did go and <laughs> went through the tournaments, all that, in the last uh, episode of TCG Cast. Don't not miss out. Uh, however, uh, I've been playing Cyberpunk. Really, it's the new game that came out. Been playing a lot of that. It's been is fun. it good? I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> it is buggy as heck. That's what I heard. Um. Of course, that is something that could be fixed with uh, updates. So if you guys want to wait a while, totally I think recommend they made it. One big patch last night. I think I they saw something. They did, and I like still encountered night. some big issues. I have. A, I'm playing it on PS4, and um, it's uh, the control, like the camera controls itself. Sometimes it just tilts to the <laughs> to the left, and it's not the controller. Cause this is a brand new controller. It tilts to the left every time I try to talk someone. So it looks like <laughs> I don't know if it's immersive. Like this is real life, and you have a tick, and your character just has a tick. But whenever I'm trying to talk someone, the camera just slowly pans to the left, like I'm losing interest <laughs> in what the character's saying. <laughs> and it's like, no, keep your camera, keep your eyes on eye contact. Just remain eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta show them you care. You gotta, yeah, I eyes. gotta show those NPCs. And these NPCs, if you don't answer fast enough, they get mad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they lose interest if you. Uh, uh, so I haven't gone to the point where not answering, but if you wait too long to choose your answers, they start getting impatient and start like, "Are you gonna talk to me? Are you not? Do I leave?" <laughs> and it's like, damn it, I'm just trying to play this. Uh, but anyway, recommend that outside the bugs, the bugs are kind of game breaking in the sense that they really do push you out of the immersion is my only complaint but again those can be fixed so hopefully we'll get a fix soon mm-hmm. and that has been uh oh wait i was gonna say cyberpunk underground champion sleep but decided against it um okay so uh, <laughs> so that's it seth anything interesting on your end that's not cyberpunk um well i've been i've been playing OU because that's what I do and I've actually gotten a team that I'm somewhat satisfied with except I can't figure out what the sixth member should be but oh well that's fun. Well, we'll come up with a good one for you today. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the I've answer been... is Rotom Frost. Rotom Frost. <laughs> I mean I don't have an Icer Electric type. So. <laughs> Rotom Frost uh... because of re- the Fridge Perry mm-hmm. from the 1985 Chicago Bears. Have I told you this story Seth? Uh, I have absolutely. Yeah, you have. I absolutely have. <laughs> yeah, you have. The fri- yeah, I think I remember it. I have told you the story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that, I've been doing TCG things, trying to get Scorch perfected. I've been playing the heck out of Skyrim VR because. Ooh, I have that. I'm trying to mod it. It's working okay. I can't seem to You're level modding up a without VR crash game? to desktop. Yeah, I am. Oh, that must it's be fun. Th- that. Mu- that must feel like the same Matrix where everything is just moving around. <laughs> Basically, it's so cool. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, that's a good time. I guess it's time <laughs> for us to kick it on over then to the news. Let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. Yeah. There's some news to talk about this week. So, first of all, if you have signed up for the trainer update letter that Seth and I have but haven't received emails, you probably got your Zarud code for the giveaway. 
<laughs> it's a really weird way to distribute it. I really hate that, by the way. At least I don't have to go to a GameStop. Yeah, I, I mean, at least it's not GameStop. But why not just make the code public? Why? To get you to sign up for their emails. Yeah. And like everything else in Nintendo, you're able to claim it until March 31st. Woo. Whether it be Super Mario 3D All-Stars or the Fire Emblem game or Zarude. <laughs> <laughs> everything ends March 31st. I'm very confused, Nintendo. I'm very confused about this false sense they of They have urgency. received the prophecy. Everything ends on March. Yeah, it, well, they keep saying, they're just like, we're not going to sell these games anymore after this. And it's just like, but why? People will buy them. <laughs> the prophecy is true. <laughs> okay, Seth, <laughs> tell us more. You betcha. This is honestly the news that I was personally most excited about. The Pokemon Original Stitch shirts have announced that the Hoenn Pokemon line are coming soon. Unlike before, they'll be released in waves, and they start on the 27th of February. So we've got a while to wait until the first bunch of Hoenn Pokemon is available. Mm -hmm. They have already shown off the Trico, Torchic, and Mudkip patterns. You can go to Cerebee. I personally think the Trico pattern is freaking awesome, and I really want that as like a shirt or maybe even like a mask. That would be cool. Yeah, they are selling masks, by the way. They are doing that. Yeah, and yeah, it looks like a tartan with little Tricos all over it. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Also, they're releasing Grookey, Scorbunny, and Sobble designs in the, quote, near future. We don't know exactly when, but Hoenn is getting started. And I pray to Arceus that the Sableye design doesn't suck. Please don't oh. suck. You are going to get the Sitting Cuties line soon, though, too. Exactly. That's another thing I was excited about is those little tiny plushes that are official that sit are coming. They are cute. I have a lot of them. I have a surprising number of them. <laughs> I only have a couple, but I want more of them. And the official Sable one looks good. When I went to Japan, I got a, a oh, good number yeah. of them because they just have them at every Pokemon Center. It's just like a wall. They have them mm -hmm. at every place. So. Ha it's just like a wall of Pokemon sitting cuties and you can go and grab them. Every once in a while, they're missing like Umbreon, mm. which uh, was tumble, weird. Of course. No, like it would just not be on the shelf and there'd be no spot for it. Oh. I was just very confused. It would just skip from whatever's before and what to what's ever after. And I was like, huh choices <laughs> choices yeah right i mean i like the sitting cuties though i i have a for alligator right here on the desk <laughs> uh, hoenn's gonna break my bank hoenn's the best region pokemon wise in my opinion there's where a lot of my favorites come from so this is gonna break me so i remember when hoenn came out i always thought the designs were they were definitely a departure from what the past mm -hmm. and same here I don't know who my favorite Hoenn Pokemon is. I would say, like, that's one of the generations where all three of the starters are a banger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, I can't say if you chose any of the three starters in Hoenn that you chose poorly. Right. Unlike all the fifth gen starters. Yes, all of them. <laughs> no matter which one you pick, you've made a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> that is a true statement. Like, Samurott's maybe salvageable. Poor Samurott. Superior is only salvageable because of hidden ability. Yeah. So, haha. -ha. Yeah, they're all bad. I think but Sublime yeah. would have had uh, strong feelings about this. Yes, but, yeah. he would, but he's not here. Fight me. He knows it's true. All right. <laughs> Tell us about Pokemon Home, Jushiro. Pokemon Home is actually still fixing some bugs. What? Yeah, they come up with an update to fix some of the issues with the Alolan forms having a moveset for the standard form, which is something that certainly you do not want. I mean, you don't just want those Alolan just because they're cute. Yeah, they had an issue where I think it's because Pokemon Go happened, not because of anything mm -hmm. else. It's the Pokemon Go transfer if you transferred in a regional, like one of the Alolan forms. Right. 
over it would end up having the moveset that it would it should have had if it was a normal version which is weird and broken <laughs> and so they decided to fix that before you ask no they're not allowed on smogon ladders you cannot use <laughs> flamethrower or alolan nine tails sorry what about surf drillber it's hydro pump hydro no pump drillber. i was gonna say um how does the game recognize that they're wrong and not let you use online or uh yeah they're, they're, yeah because okay. they're not those don't pass the hack check essentially Okay, good. Uh, so there's there's a definition that I think people get very confused with what Pokemon does. So Pokemon doesn't actually do hack checks when they do when they do events like that. What they do is they do legality checks, mm. which is a different beast entirely. So as long as your Pokemon is possible in the game, you're good. Mm. Okay. Because there's no way for them to be like, oh, that's a hacked Pokemon. They can go, oh, that's an illegal Pokemon. Just because you catch a Mewtwo in Rote 2 doesn't mean you can't use it as long as that Mewtwo does not carrying something weird. Well, so that's one of the things that would make it illegal is it being caught on Route 2. Oh, okay. But I digress. Moving on, uh, keep an eye out for the weekend of the 19th or possibly the weekend of Christmas for a special weekend max rate event because they happen when we don't do the show and then we can't tell you about them. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Dragon Cup happened over the weekend and right now you can get a gold bottle cap until December 14th using a very long code that I'm not going to read to you. You can find it on Cerebi or on the Puckles Discord server. We have all the giveaway codes over there as well. So, moving on to everyone's favorite segment, the Pokemon Go news. Yeah, and on that topic, we've heard you guys on the survey. Thank you guys for filling that out, by the way. Keep Um, filling it out if you haven't. Yeah, because it helps us get feedback on the show, which we're hearing about the Go segment. So, we're going to try and prioritize only the biggest, most interesting parts of Go for you. Yep. Just to kind of respond to your feedback on that for this news section. So, yep. continue on. There will be a wintertime event from December 18th through December 21st, where Galarian Mr. Mime and Mr. Rhyme will be obtainable alongside other Ice-type Pokemon. Because we all know how much we want Mr. Rhyme in the game. Okay, so the thing with that, too, is that it costs money to do it. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's like eight bucks or something for the ticket to do that. Who in the right mind at the Pokemon International Company would say, let me charge money for Mr. Rhyme? Yeah, so from December 18th, all players will get a very special bonus with more uh, blah, blah, blah. There's also a special ticket for purchase. This ticket gives you the special research that allows you to capture Galar and Mr. Mime. Ah. Yep, so you have to buy the ticket. So Pokemon Go is getting really bad because I saw Joe Merrick complain about it on Twitter. (laughs) He's just like, I really like your game, but you guys are really trying to dip into the honeypot a lot more recently. And it's it's just like... And when you try to monetize Mr. Rhyme, there's just something wrong there. Like, this is a weird thing for me to want to monetize, but okay. They have no rhyme or reason. (laughs) It's fine. If you... So they changed the five-star raids until December 27th. They're going to be rotating the three Reggies, Registeel, Regi Ice, and Regi Rock. There we go. Alecky. No, not, I, well, I kept wanting to say <laughs> Alecky and Draco because they're the better ones. Mm-hmm. No, they're not in yet. They're not in the game yet, but those three are rotating currently until December 27th. Also, there's going to be a tie-in go event to the Secrets of the Jungle movie beginning December 14th. Special research to get a shiny Celebi encounter, which can be transferred to home. Ooh. 
Explorer Pikachu will be available in the wild from the 14th until the 21st. Various increase in spawns and eggs for Pokemon relevant to the film, as well as the introduction of Shiny Rufflet to the game. Jesse and James Balloon will spawn more frequently on December 25th. That's the date of the film release in Japan. Not Christmas. Don't get your cables twisted. And we'll be returning in general. Does this say that Jesse and James are Santa? Is that what I'm hearing? I feel like that's what I'm hearing. No, that's what we just tried to say it's not, but that's okay. Finish us <laughs> off this Pokemon Go news here, Seth. You bet. Running through it quickly on February 20th, there's a Pokemon Go tour Kanto. It'll cost 12 bucks, rounding the penny up, and you'll get to select a version which gives specific spawns. The event will also give you access to Shiny, Mew, and every single Kanto Pokemon can be Shiny during this event. And Legendary Birds and Mewtwo will be in raids. That's it. The Shiny Mew thing, I saw the Pokemon Go community really pop off about. Makes sense. Uh, and I guess the Pokemon community in general, because I think the only chance for you to get a Shiny Mew, well, there's technically two, but the only chance for you to get a Shiny Mew in the past has been to get the Pokemon Emerald event to go to yeah. get the map to go catch it in the wild. Right. There was also another giveaway, if I remember, in 2002, where you could get up to seven Mew during a giveaway, and they still had, like, normal shiny odds. So you could technically have gotten one from that, but yeah, so. yeah, it's not a good time. So this is a really good way to get a shiny Mew, and this is how Pokemon Go, I guess, makes themselves relevant for the next forever, by giving away shiny mythicals. All right, so we have some Puckle news for you. This is the juiciest bits. So like Seth said, our survey's still going on, so please make sure you go and you fill it out. It's in the show notes. It's also on the Discord. It's on Twitter. It's it's everywhere. You can just go fill it out. We would really appreciate it. If we hit 150, we're going to go ahead and we're going to do a Shiny Genesect giveaway. Um, yeah, it's going to be cool. And then this is more exciting. Next Saturday, December 19th, Seth and I are going to be hosting the next Puckle Showdown event. Yes. It's going to be a really good time. If you caught the last one, it was a lot of fun. The idea is co-hosts are paired up in teams. They get thrown on a random ladder by me and Seth. It'll be fun. We are going to commentate and watch them go ahead and uh, see who can get to the highest in two hours. Come and watch me fail upwards. In addition to that, there's going to be a part two to that because some of the hosts have decided they go for a round two and we have some patrons jumping on board as well. Ooh. So they're going to be teaming up with patrons to go ahead and do a round two. So there's two for one. I think it's going to start around a one o'clock Eastern over on twitch.tv slash the Puckle podcast. And so it's going to go on for a while. I mean, I'm planning we'll probably end around three thirty, four o'clock for the first round. And there'll probably be a short break where, with some interlude. And then it's going to be followed up by a part two around uh, five, six o'clock. It's going to be a, a really, really fun time. I'm very excited for it. Puckle Showdown is a lot of fun. So be sure to be there. Other than that, that is all of the news we have for you this week. We are going to go ahead and take a short break, or not even take a short break. We're just going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to the Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-hosts, Seth and Jushiro, together on five Pokemon-themed trivia questions brought to us by the Discord server. They're going to be operating together as a team to get possibly up to eight points. One point per question, one question, uh, the Pokedex question's worth two if they get it correct. There is a multiple answer question as well for them to score a possible, possible nine points. Or not nine, seven. I, I, I thought eight, and I was like, I need to subtract one, and then I added one. And he said nine. Nine <laughs> points. It's not, we, you heard him here, guys. He said nine. We could do nine today. Uh, but they also have a lifeline, which is the hint. And if they don't use that hint and they get all of the questions correct, they can cash it in for an eighth 
point, an eighth point. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to get started. These questions, as always, come from our Discord community. You can just jump in and do that. Also, this segment is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for all of your nerdy needs. They've got a coupon code for use as well, which is just PokeQuiz for 20% off at checkout. So without further ado, let's jump into this first question from how many of them are there? G. McGee. Let's get that ninth G- point, Savilo. <laughs> you bet. The imaginary ninth point. All right. <laughs> I get it for writing my name on the test. I think that's how I get the first point. <laughs> what Pokemon has the most priority moves, positive and negative? The most priority moves, positive and negative? Yeah. Moves that change its priority bracket. The first one that comes to mind is Hitmontop. Mm, right. Yeah. I think it gets Sucker Punch, Vacu Wave, Bullet Punch, Mock Punch. I think it gets all those. I can't think of any negative. Quick attack. Yeah. I think it's Hitmontop. I know that there's some some things get like the most high the highest number of crit moves and the highest number of things and I think it's Does the Pokemon having an ability count that turns the attacks into priorities. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Prankster. That's what I mean. That doesn't yeah. count. Sableye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yeah, I mean, I can't come up with anything other than him on top. Yeah. So. Uh, let's go with that one. Okay. Hitmon top is correct Oof. he gets 16 by the way um yeah. oh wow faint helping hand fake out quick attack detect revenge wide guard quick guard sucker punch counter protect endure mock punch vacuum wave bullet punch and ally switch wow i didn't know he was like the priority pokemon mm-hmm. and Gliscor is the critical hit pokemon it gets the highest number of increased critical hit moves of all pokemon well thanks for the extra trivia question that we didn't want. You're welcome. You're trying to get that ninth point real hard, Seth. I'm just trying to flex here. <laughs> All right. Our next question is going to be from Bowling for Bear. Yeah, I love that name. In Generation 1, what is the only non-ghost type Pokemon that can learn the move Lick in Generation 1? It's not Lickitung. It is not Lickitung. I know that. Really? It doesn't learn? Not Lick? in Gen 1. I would have later. lost that bet. Yeah, that's why I quickly swooped in with that one. Who else learns Lick in the first, well, non-ghost that learns Lick? The answer won't surprise you. I feel like I should know this, and for some reason, I can't recall. Do you have any idea, Seth? One thing that comes to mind for some reason is Growlithe. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about Golbat? Oh. No? Does he learn Lick? That would make sense. It could be Goldbat, right? I I vaguely remember him having Lick. I would trust that over Growlithe. Okay. Yeah. Then let's go with Goldbat. Yeah, and they're kind of spooky boys, so yeah, let's yeah. go with it. Unfortunately, Goldbat <sighs> is incorrect. Goldbat does Sorry. learn Lick in later generations. However, in Generation 1, the only other Pokemon that learns Lick, it's not Lickitung, uh, as Seth said. It is Jinx. Oh, son of a gun. Oh. It is Jinx learns it. Yeah. Jinx. Huh. I had to go over the hurdle of remembering Jinx. Don't worry about that <laughs> too much. Oh, right. <laughs> Dang it, there went nine points. 
Our next question is your Pokedex entry question. So I'm going to read you a Pokedex entry. If you get the Pokemon correct on the first entry, you will get two points. If you are riding the struggle bus, I will force a second entry down your throat and you have to tell me what the Pokemon is for a reduced amount of one point. <laughs> uh, if you get it incorrect after that, zero points. So okay. we're going to go ahead and read this one from Charizard Clan Chief. Its soul silver Pokedex entry reads, Vicious in nature, it drives Pidgey from their nest and scavenges any leftovers it can find. Who's that Pokemon? Scavenger. Pidgeys. Trees. Drives Pidgeys from their nest and scavenges anything it can find. Sparrow? Pharaoh? Sparrow, maybe. What preys on Pidgeys? Ekans comes to mind. Mmm. And that seems a little bit more like a scavenger than Spearow. Right. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Soul Silver. Uh, this is after fourth gen, right? Yeah. It is in fourth gen. So Viper and the other one, Zigzagoon, don't they? Uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's Zigzagoon. No. Okay. He seems like an ex dealer for me for whatever reason. A lot of Zigzagoon entries are about how it moves funny. Okay. No, not Zigzagoon. I'm so sorry. The other Zig Pokemon. The Saviper. Yeah. Friend. That's the one I meant. That I can't think of. I can't remember his name either. Uh, All those are about, like, how they hate each other. You're right, though. Yeah, yeah, they're not egg-related. For whatever reason, I thought he was an egg-stealer. Who's an egg-stealer in, in fourth gen down? I think it's Ekans. That makes Ekans? sense to my okay. head. All right, second Pokedex entry time. <laughs> Son of a gun. It's Ultra Moon Dex entry reads, It blends into the dark of night to ambush its prey. These Pokemon will attack Sandshrew, but Sandshrew's hard skin can cause its claws to snap off. <gasps> oh, isn't this uh, the Sounds Ice Dark Pokemon um, Sneasel? Sneasel? Or Reval? I'm okay with that. Sneasel sounds good, I guess. Yeah. It... Better than Ekans. <laughs> <laughs> Sneasel uh, would totally go on eggs. He would totally uh, hide in the dark. And if they do have long nails that could, you know, break if they try to attack a Sandshrew. And in Alola, that would be an ice type that it's hunting. So, yeah, I think Sneasel makes more sense now. Okay. Sneasel? Sneasel is correct. Yes. Okay. Phew. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is three points for or two two points. You guys got the one question wrong. You're two for yeah. three. All right. Your next question is your multiple poll answer question. And this one is going to be from MOMO. I think we've asked this question several times, and I don't know how many times anybody remembers this question. <laughs> um, there are six <laughs> answers. I'll give you a point for every two that you give me. Okay. You can guess up to two incorrect answers as well. To promote Pokemon the first movie, oh, no. Burger King sold a set of gold-plated Pokemon cards. Oh, no. What were the six Pokemon Ooh. available? <laughs> I remember. Mewtwo. Yep. Charizard. Charizard, yes. Pikachu. Pikachu. Uh, was it Blastoise and Venusaur, too? I... What have you told me so far? Pikachu, Charizard, Mewtwo? Yeah. Those three are correct, yes. I feel like Jigglypuff was one of them, too. Are you locking yeah. Jigglypuff in? Um, yes. Yes. That is four of the six. You have two points. Okay, there's two more. You have two incorrect the answers left. First movie. Mew's Blast not one of them, right? No. No. Blastoise Venusaur sounds safe, like you said. Yeah, it's just it sounds like it might be Blastoise and Venusaur, but I don't recall them though. I can picture every single one of the other ones, but I can't picture Venusaur and Blastoise in my mind. That's why I'm kind of hesitating. Because I would have, I would have dug getting a Venusaur one. Um, right. 
And I'm trying to think what other Pokemon was featured in Pokemon the movie. Meows. Enough for it to have its own Burger King toy. I want to say Squirtle, but he had the little toy that you put with water and you squeeze and it will squirt. Yeah. The Burger King toys were amazing, by the way. They were. Right? They were, man. <sighs> one of the few things we can say was better back in the day. Yeah. Was Meowth one of them? That would make sense. Ooh, I do recall Meowth. Yes, that's one of them. Are you locking that in? Yeah. Yeah. That is incorrect. That is not Meowth. You have one more incorrect answer. Dang it. Yeah, I, I do not know the last two. I'm blanking out. Do we want to just YOLO and say Blastoise Venusaur? Yeah, Blastoise Venusaur. Yeah, do it. Eh, eh. Okay, that's incorrect. Didn't think so. <laughs> you guys got two points out of that, though, so you guys are four for four, finally. You? What was the last two? Just like Wendy's. Uh, hey! So, <laughs> you've got Pikachu, Charizard, Mewtwo, uh, Jigglypuff. Okay. The other two, because remember, this is Gen 1. Poliwhirl. Right. Poliwhirl was in all of the merch for whatever reason. Right. It's the founder's favorite Pokemon. Yep. And Togepi. Oh, Yeah. Yep. Hashtag anime. You guys are four for four. I don't know if you got uh, what kind of sauce you got with your nuggets, but <laughs> next up is going to be from Bam. Bam. Uh, this is your base deck question as always. And he wants to know what psychic type Pokemon has the highest special defense stat or highest defense, highest defense, physical defense. Oh, highest defense. Deoxys defense form. No, 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 no. Mega Slowbro. Mega Slowbro? Yeah, the 180. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'm not very knowledgeable on the base. I can't think of anything else. Cosmo M does not reach that. I think it's at 130. I keep forgetting Cosmo has ridiculous defenses. Yeah, Deoxys defense is like 150-ish. I believe it's Mega Slowbro at 180. Is Mega Slowbro your final you answer? That. Yep. Yeah. Mega Slowbro is correct. Woo! Uh, with a base 180 defense, that gives you guys five points today. And it just changed up the leaderboard. Woo. I would hope it would. Uh, it does, because everybody's close. <laughs> so, here we go. In first place, we have Whimsicott with 21 points. In second place, we have Dr. Shamu with 15 points. In third place, we have Linian with 14 points. Tied for fourth, we have Jushiro and Seth Vilo with 11 yeah. points. In sixth place, we have R Sigma with eight. In seventh place, we have P McGee with seven. Sublime and Claude are tied with six points in eighth place. And Basket has yet to get on the board. Uh, you remember, you are in a race to 30 points with your fellow co host to get a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com. All right, on that note, let's kick it on over to the topic. Hello, everyone. It's Claude9. Are you interested in Pokemon Draft Leagues? Do you want to compete in a fun Pokemon format against some of the co-hosts and other members of the community? Well, you're in luck. Puckle will be running its fifth season of the Puckle Draft League. Applications are in the announcement section of the Discord and will be available until January 3rd. Come be a part of the action. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be Pokemon you would like to have in your home. I wish that was a joke. That sounds like a joke when I say it, but it's yeah. not. I think it's, it's a fun it's, little topic. It's a topic. We've each come up with three Pokemon that we think would be really cool to have in their house and have around the home. I'm Heck very yeah. excited to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited, actually. I'm very excited. This is going to yeah, be a fun too. combo. 
This was kind of difficult to think about, too, because you can't, like, have anything ridiculously huge. You gotta really Mm -hmm. think about functionality. It was fun. I was thinking about some of, like, the more humanoid Pokemon, too, and how they would move around my house. If you look at a lot of the humanoid Pokemon, they're all really, they've got really wide shoulders. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm just like, there's no way they're making it through my house without knocking something over. Yeah. Machoke will not fit into the doorway in this apartment. Yeah, Machoke's going to do something, or like Mr. Mime's going to knock something over with his shoulder pads. My first one, and I know Seth was thinking about this one too, is Rotom. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's because of like the typical things that people think, because like obviously there's a lawnmower version, which is great. I would love for him to take over my lawnmower and just cut my grass for me. That sounds amazing. (laughs) More aptly, because I'm a home do-it-yourselfer, I would love him for a lot of electrical issues that I I face. Yeah. I'm being completely serious because and i i have like a lot of things that go wrong because i redid all the lights in my basement about maybe a year ago now i redid all the lights in my basement i mean it was a pain in the butt because i had to make sure all the wiring was done correctly i spent probably three hours tracing the wiring that the guy that owned the house before me did in the basement and it was not done well by the way he also got really rotom. yeah but i could send rotom in and be like hey rotom find out where which circuit breaker this is so i can turn it off and not die and that would be really cool i could also just have him fix electrical things around the house that stopped working Mm -hmm. which sounds amazing so uh this is a story this is literally from last night uh we have a tv in the bedroom and we have a fire stick hooked up to the tv so we can watch all of our streaming stuff and my wife's like i want to watch the mandalorian tonight good choice good choice indeed excellent and i was just like cool so we turned the tv on and the fire stick just stopped working how dare it and so, you know what? Rodan would have been right all over that instead of me having to Google what the heck's going on with my fire stick. And I'll tell you how mm. I fixed it because it was the weirdest way. And I don't understand what happened and how it worked, by the way, because my first instinct is, okay, pull the pl- fire stick out, unplug it, mm-hmm. let it reset. IT 101. That's what I did. Didn't work. I had, I went online and... And somebody's like, Amazon told me these instructions and it worked. And what they did, I still don't comprehend what happened there, was Amazon said, unplug your TV, like my TV, while it's still on, Mm -hmm. unplug it. And then hold the power button on my TV for 30 seconds, then plug it back in and the fire stick will work. And I go, how what? the heck is that going to do anything? I right. did it. It clears the temporary memory on the on the computer in the set, in the TV. The 30 second thing is a soft reset and it clears out all of the RAM because See? otherwise if it's less than 30 seconds, it stays. You know what? I wouldn't need Seth to tell me that. Rotom would have told me that. And had you had the Rotom Pokedex or Rotom phone, Rotom could have literally told you that because that allows it to speak human language. Exactly. Also, I want to I want to say that the Rotom Dex feels like a Gen 1 iPad now compared to the Rotom phone. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like the worst thing is like, why do you exist? Did you know Rotom can time travel too? No, wait. How would you get that from? Bulbapedia. In no. the anime, Rotom has the ability to time travel. Oh, of course. Not yeah. a fan. Because having fan. living things with uh, altered dimensioning powers is just totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Seth, how about you go with one of yours now? You betcha. The one that I want to start off with is probably also equally as not surprising. Indeedy, specifically the male version for general people. Indeedy's specifically the male one because the dex entry for sword, it talks about how males will act as valets for those they serve, looking after their every need. That's a butler, not a valet. Yeah, I know. It's kind of the same thing. They just use both. I'll let him drive my car, though. I trust him. He's good enough. Okay, but could he get a driver's license? I mean, probably. If he's at least level 16. (laughs) That's a bad joke, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
I would go with the male one because the female one in its version in the shield thing, it talks about how it's good at babysitting. I don't need that in my life right now. So <laughs> the male one's just like the regular old butler. And, you know, if they lay down psychic terrain, I don't have to worry about any of my priorities. I like the idea of him parking my car. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm not driving my car. Like, I don't need, I don't need a chauffeur, per se, but. Where to, sir? Where to? I'll drive around in circles until you're done at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go in Starbucks right now anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> when you're done with your groceries, I'll walk in and pick them up for you. It would be nice if, if the Ndidi would bring in my groceries. That's true. Psychically. From the car. They could just do it with their hands. I would demand it. I would demand it. Wow. Servitude here. It can also use aromatherapy so it can make the house smell nice. Like, I mean, it's a good Pokemon. <laughs> Definitely is. Now, I'll, let me tell you something. Well, mail won't set, it won't set that psychic terrain in your house, so... <laughs> it will block all priority shipments from yeah. oh no <laughs> oh no no uh, nope FedEx will not get there <laughs> that was good that was good since we're all in the Christmas spirit here we all know this is a special time of our year but are you tired of having to buy gifts to every single one of your family members even if oh, you don't no. care about them or are you just tired of giving money to Jeff Bezos because everything you have to buy through Amazon I got a solution for you oh, belly bird no. ladies and gentlemen <laughs> he will get you the gifts and the preference for free <laughs> for absolutely everyone no need to shop. Are they free, though? Well, I guess they're deli bird presents, but okay, so it could go really poorly or it could go really badly because like half of half of deli bird's presents explode. Yes, <laughs> that's how you know it's good because you can definitely give those presents to specific people. No, you don't know if it's going to, though. Even better, Grandpa, it's a Grandpa, surprise. Can I open Uncle Jushiro's present? No, we have to put it under the bomb shelter like <laughs> last year. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta buy the bomb unit every time he gives you something, but... You know, it's there. It can also heal you. Hey, you might be dying. <laughs> and it might just give you that 4% HP that you wow. need to not die. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. Danny Bird's case, and gentlemen, it's your solution. Okay. Yeah. So in the same vein of Rotom, I've got another one. Oh, Porygon. Boy. Oh, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Because not only do you have electrical problems in your house, but you wanted to put Cat5 Ethernet cables in the walls. <laughs> <laughs> so you need your Porygon to zoom around your home network, or he can at least like, diagnose what's wrong with your router. Maybe maybe he can make it all the way to your ISP and he can find out why, why it's down that day, because we live in America. Mm -hmm. You've got Rotom for hardware and you've got Porygon, Porygon for, for software. software. Yeah, exactly. You can get beamed in with the Porygon. Porygon somehow, I'm sure. Yeah. Which is... Don't which, take a Pikachu or you'll get a seizure. No, no. Yeah, don't take a Pikachu. I don't keep a Pikachu in my house, just a Rotom and a Porygon, okay? And eventually you can upgrade to Porygon 2, which is basically Windows 10, or you can upgrade <laughs> to Porygon Z, which is Windows Vista. Oh, no. <laughs> Windows Vista. <laughs> Window. Could you imagine though, like yeah. the little Porygon, like popping up on your desktop, like a hel like an actually yeah. good Piperclip helper? <laughs> that would be so good. Cyberpunk is really right now in its Porygon uh, C stage. Yeah. I see you were. I see you were setting a static IP. Are you sure you want to do that? 
And he's like, Porygon, how about you tell me what I should do? And Porygon's like, don't worry, I got this. Would you like me to set up a VPN for you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I want. Virtual Porygon Network. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you see, you hear it screeching, and you're like, what's going on? Oh, it's trapping the firewall. It's good. I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. I think Porygon is the correct answer. Yeah, that's definitely one of them. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I could just, uh, it's your IT Pokemon. Yeah, I like it a lot as just for IT. Well, just for networking, because like I, I set up a lot of home networking stuff. And so I, I think it'd be helpful to do that kind of that kind of work. Rotom and Porygon helping me put together things. I'm I'm quickly becoming just like the typical nerd you see in the Pokemon games with these answers. But don't worry, my yeah. last one my last one's gonna <laughs> gonna be off off the rails. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope we're all saving our crazy one for last. All right, Seth, tell me about it. Tell me about okay. it. Okay, you, you're doing the things that you'd like, the easy things, the virtual things. I'm looking more at like physical things that I don't want to do myself. I yes, can because do, you're like, short. The, yeah, exactly. Like things like that. And just that I'm lazy. Like I don't <laughs> want to do this. And I have a problem with this in my house anyway. And I have allergies. So I really need it addressed. I've got dust everywhere. Part because I just am lazy and I don't dust. I have a cat. I have a bird. And... I have a lot of places that dust can collect. What Pokemon hates dust? Chinchino. Oh. Ah, that's true. It's, its sword entry says its body secretes oil that this Pokemon spreads all over its nest as a coating to protect it from dust. It also says in another place that it just absolutely hates dust, can't stand a speck of it, and it'll clean up any that it sees. But another one in one entry, one Ultra Moon entry, it, they, it talks a lot about this oil that this Chinchino produces. And, hello, my name is Seth Vilo, Vilo, and I have dermatitis. (laughs) Yay. In the Ultramoon Dex entry, it says the oil that seeps from his body is really smooth. For people troubled by bad skin, this oil is an effective treatment. So not only does it clean my house... It helps with my dermatitis. (laughs) It's like, it's like if a cat, it's like a not shedding cat. That's what I see this as. It's a not shedding cat. The reverse of a shedding cat. Yeah. Yeah, That can help my skin look clearer. Yes. It's the perfect Pokemon. I need one in my house right now. He would be constantly like full of dirt. But then it cleans itself, you see. So real talk, there is a solution for this in your real life. And it's called a robot vacuum. No joke. That doesn't get, like, above all my stuff. That just gets the floor. I need, like, everything. Like, the mantle, the TV, the computer. Oh, well, I can't help you. Inside my keyboard. Like, I need everything. I don't know. Do you want, like, an oil everywhere on your... Like, everything? I just imagine it kind of being sticky, like, all the time. Everything's, like, slightly sticky. I think it'd be kind of slick. Okay. I... That's a bad joke, but I... That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Seth joke right there. Uh, hey, what up? Uh, Jushiro, what's your next one? Hi-o. Guys, uh, are you, have you ever encountered yourself on a Saturday night with your friends over? You know, pre-COVID, of course. <laughs> I was going to um, say, <laughs> I, I, what are friends and what are having the 20 over? years ago when we used to see each other. I just tested um, them. You might be bored. It's a Saturday night, nothing to play. Well, don't worry, guys. There is a solution. Hot Voltorb. Think about hot potato. What? But it's a Voltorb. Now, what? Th- th- hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. Go on. This is so <laughs> Voltorb is an excellent Pokemon. It provides electricity when you need it, right? It even 
it it even provides energy uh when it you know commits suicide it provides two energy usually but most importantly is it's a way of you know how to trust and play with your friends it's a game that teaches you that time is of an essence and that you might be the one that blow up at any time so you must live life fully um and i just can't think of a better Saturday night afternoon than just handing over my best friends like Thatch and stuff of our torb and see if it explodes or not. Because remember, guys, it's not fun in games until someone blows up. Oh my god. So with the Voltorb, at least it could like learn flash, right? So mm-hmm. like if your power goes out, you've got a light. I, I also see a pineco working to do the exact same job. <laughs> and it can be a home decoration. Wrap a scarf around it. It's Christmas. Can you teach him to have flash, but it will be like those disco balls from the 70s? Let me see. Yeah. Does Pineco yeah, learn flash? <laughs> does Pineco learn flash? I, I don't think it does, but I don't know. I want to know if it learns flash. It might. It might be in its move pool somewhere. Unfortunately, it doesn't exist in modern day Pokemon, but. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see if he gets flash. I, I don't think he does, but he does not get flash. Womp womp. There you go. Voltorb's the way to go. Voltorb's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Unless you want a pineco decoration. Yeah. So my last one, I I, had to get, I gave this one some thought because I was just like, yeah, I've got two techie things, you know, but I got I got to I got to branch out. I thought to myself, what could what could be useful? And the answer is Lilligant for mm. several reasons. One, it can help with the gardening. It understands plants. Two, mm-hmm. uh, I shouldn't have a garden. I don't want a garden. I'll kill it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Second of all. All of its Pokedex entries talk about its uh, aroma that it puts out, and it says the fragrance of its flower differs slightly depending on the soil where it grew up. Sniffing the aroma calms your heart and mind. Oh, okay. Who doesn't want that in their house, Mm -hmm. right? Apparently, it's it's so good that in Sword, it says it's believed that the first... Rate, that even first-rate gardeners have a hard time getting the flower into Lilligan's head to bloom. Oh, it's shield. Shield, I misread. Essential oils made from Lilligan's flowers have sublime scent, but they're also staggeringly expensive. So this stuff oh. is good. So one, side business. Two, you're calm in your house all the time, mm-hmm. which sounds amazing. I don't yeah. know about you guys. After work, though, I would like to go home and not be stressed out. <laughs> don't we all? And that I wouldn't say that's necessarily true without a Lilligant, okay? I'm an adult. <laughs> 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 I thought Lilligant was a good answer because, one, I was just thinking, who can help like take care of the plants that I have outside um, mm-hmm. or at least help me weed? I was just like, oh, it's got an aroma so that when it's just hanging out in your house, bringing me a cheese and cracker plate because it's a slave. <laughs> It's going to make me feel good about myself. I'm going to feel very Fair. relaxed as it brings me my cheese and cracker plate. That's a really good one. And it, it, it has own tempo, so you won't be able to confuse it with whatever music you play. Exactly. It's going to love the Beach Boys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Seth, what's your last one? Okay. I've got kind of a similar vein as far as wanting a grass type to help with things like that. I don't know if mine would be as helpful for the garden directly, but it might be good. There's also a lot of other uses that this thing has that reading into its move pool and dex entries I didn't think of until today. That Pokemon is Appleton. As a reminder, it is one foot tall. It's tiny. It's itty bitty. Like It's, it's like one hanging out four. on your countertop. I did yeah. not know it was so small. That's another, like, I see it and I think, oh, this thing's going to be four feet tall. It's a giant. No, it's one foot tall. <laughs> It's so tiny. It's so tiny. And it smells good. Its sword entry says a nectarous scent wafts from its body. It's it's like apple pie kind of thing. 
coming mm-hmm. from its body. It also says it lures bug Pokemon that it eats, so it can get rid of bugs if you have them in your house. That makes sense. It's kind of like having like those little like sugar water traps for them. Yeah, exactly. Except it just eats them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Boom. And what does it do with the food that it makes? Well, it grows. And what does it grow? The things on its back that shield so horrifyingly tells us are actually delicious snacks. Its body is covered <laughs> in sweet nectar, and the skin on its back is especially yummy. Wow. So you can just eat it. You could probably compost it, too, to make one heck of a fertilizer for your garden. It also has the move Apple Acid, which if you read the description, it says the user attacks with a target with an acidic liquid created from tart apples. So it's not necessarily apple-y stuff. It's an acidic cleanser, which is a sanitizer. I'm using it right now because I'm getting ready to brew some mead and stuff like that. So I could use that through the house to clean more than just dusting. And, I mean, it's got sweet scent. It's got... It's got all things. I'm into it. <laughs> it's a lot of use for one Pokemon. You can eat it. It can eat your bugs. It makes your house smell good. I'm from Washington State, so I have to uh, do the obligatory ask, can you smoke it? Oh, no. I mean... Okay. <laughs> probably i don't want to ask it though i don't want to ask all right jashir what's your last one my last one is well you guys have uh great ideas and having plant pokemons odd in your room to uh just completely ease you out and be uh calm and relaxed is perfect but what if you actually want to go and party hard if you want to go party hard, if you want to make sure that if you're a college student in campus and you want to have the party of your life or you're just at home and you want to annoy your neighbors to no end, I can only, only recommend your own very own Loudred. Now, think about this. He can be a stereo a, a, a home theater for your TV. You just Mm. plug that DVR into wherever you plug things on on your Loudred. You can have him just boombox, as we saw in the Detective Pikachu movie. He can do some sick, sick uh, mouth boomboxing noise. Um, So he's pretty talented. Uh, And uh, if you need him just to overall turn your party completely 180 and be the, the 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 party of the century a couple of loud dreads in your side boom you have music you have loud and you're probably going to have a lot of lawsuits against he- a loss of hearing but apart from that you're going to be great that's mm-hmm. a good one i didn't think of that one wow yeah so not explode though that's over no no no, no no it. it's a good boom box it's a good boom box to have it's not bad these were good i like this we need to do this more all right, so if you have a Pokemon that you think would be good to have in your house, you have an explanation, that's a good place for to put it in the mailbag at PucklePodcast yeah. at gmail.com. I'm very excited to hear what you guys have. I am too. There's I, gonna I'm be very so excited to hear what everybody up. else has. I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're going to kick it on over and take a short break with the Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you on the flip-flop. <laughs> And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 797, Celesteela, the launch Pokemon. Its Ultramoon Dex entry states, although it's alien to this world and a danger here, it's apparently a common organism in the world where it normally lives, which is terrifying because of just how much mass it takes up. Right? Mass or room? I'm very confused. It is heavy. Both. It's 
what, 30 feet tall and the heaviest Pokemon? Like, it is a big girl. I wonder if we assume... I mean, I'm going to calculate its density at some point now, but we'll, we'll yeah. figure that out. Uh, see if it's actually that heavy of a rocket. It probably isn't. <laughs> this is like that world's... Bro- um long uh long neck dinosaurs which were very common back in the day <laughs> it is quite literally one ton which is small by animal standards but I yeah mean, it is it is pokemon standards that's the highest they have ever made so far so yeah uh so celesteela is steel and flying type that's cool because it's a rocket mm-hmm. ship and uh celesteela is also an ultra beast so it gets beast boost it's one of the more balanced Ultra Beasts as well, so you can actually trigger different stats to get the Beast Boost. It's got 97 base HP, 101 attack, 103 defense, 107 special attack, 101 special defense, 61 speed. Solid all around. Big and slow. It's almost like a, a pixie legend, except the speed just is garbage. The rest are almost 100. Yeah, it doesn't have good, gar- it doesn't have good speed, because it, Ultra Beast always backs out at 570, mm. unless you're Naganadel. So... But yeah, we have a battle spot singles team this week. It's uh from Japan. Japan. But it looks really fun and it looks like the special attack is getting the boost this time because you mm-hmm. just go big with that. Just go big. Okay, tell us about it, Seth. You bet. We've got Celesteela holding a life orb. Obviously, the ability is beast boost. EVs are simple. 4 HP, max special attack, max speed with a modest nature. And the move set is Air Slash, Giga Drain, Flash Cannon, and Flamethrower. The whole idea is that you Dynamax, pop off, start throwing out max airstreams to get your speed up, and then when you go down, go to town. Yeah. Go down, go to town. <laughs> <laughs> I, I choose my words. And, you know, recover off any damage with Giga Drain, and then just keep going, getting those beast boosts as you knock things out with your excellent excellent coverage so that's the celesteela really good it's the dynamax pokemon it's the primary focus of the team which is fun Mm-hmm. another pokemon we have on here that you often don't bring in bss format there's three that you bring and we'll each go over one of them but one that you don't bring that's in the back for situational things is lander Asterian with a paso berry that's the water reducing one mm-hmm. ability intimidate obviously evs do something magic, I don't know exactly what, but 252 HP, 4 attack, 116 defense, 4 special defense, 132 speed with an impish nature. Has speed to outrun something, I guess, and overall it's just a bullshit Something, thing. yeah, probably, I don't know what, it's not too worried, because you're just trying to, you're just trying to counter Cocos and Regaleckis. Exactly, and I, I imagine the 4 attack and 4 special defense are in there, because this is level 50 format, and that's really yep. the only places they'd fit. Yep. <laughs> Move set is Earthquake, U-Turn, Fly, and Swords Dance. Most likely this is another potential Dynamax thing, so you can do a couple a Swords Dance and then a Max Airstream with Fly. And uh, Well, you also aren't as familiar or as as uh, in tuned with the Dynamax meta. And oh, so yeah. it's actually really good to have these two-turn moves like that because yeah, you just okay. get to burn a turn of Dynamax. That's true. Yeah, I hadn't considered that. That's a good point. People use that all the time with Dragapult and Phantom Force. Oh. So Phantom Force end, ended up not actually being that bad of a move hmm. overall yeah. for, for it to have. On top of that, in VGC, Phantom Force also gets to select its target. It's immune to ally switch. And protect. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah, Drag- Phantom Force is a fantastic move for Dragapult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just as a heads up. 
But some other guys to have on this team. Uh, first one being Cresselia with the Keyberry, and I forget which stat that boosts, but I'm gonna look this up so that I'm I am correct. So Keyberry, um, when you plant it, will do this. I don't care about that defense. <laughs> if it's hit with a physical move, it increases defense. Yes, it def- increases your defense. So that's great. 232 HP, 236 defense, 20 speed, because you're trying to outspeed a thing, or it's a speed creep on a Cresselia itself. One of the two. Both are very possible. <laughs> yeah. Both are very... It's base 85 speed, so it's probably just to outspeed other base 85s, which is a common speed tier. In addition to that, you've got stored power, substitute, calm mind, and moonlight. All of those things are fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is ugly. That Cresselia is really scary. That's really scary, actually. Yeah. That that's actually absolutely terrifying. Yeah, I could see somebody setting up a Cresselia and with like this and just being able to stomp you. Yeah. Because stored power is just it's getting stored power stabbed, first of all. The key berry is gonna give us defense boost and it's just gonna call mind up and just smack you. Yeah. Just need to get rid of dark types and go to town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get rid of get rid of inertiafu. Probably somewhere. Yeah. Alright. So next up is Nihilego, uh, with a power herb. And a very specific stat spread. I don't know why they decided 252 speed was necessary on a base 113 speed Pokemon, but it oh, they wow. they did. So 4 HP, 76 defense, 172 special attack, 4 special defense, and 252 speed. I'm sure the 76 defense is to hit something, is to survive something specific. But with the power herb, you've also got meteor beam, so you don't have to, you get a free plus one to your special attack from the meteor beam. Um, you also have acid spray. Thunderbolt and Sludge Wave for coverage, which isn't bad actually. Nihilego is very fun. Yeah. Now, like Meteor Beam made a lot of Pokemon fun. <laughs> fun is a good them. word. It made a lot of them fun. <clears throat> I'm always a big fan to see power being used for not Xerneas as well. So mm-hmm. I'm really into that. Uh, all right, Yushiro, take us home with the last two members of this team that I think are probably the most straightforward of them all. Yes, we got already mentioned here, Urshifu, uh, with a choice scarf, which is a known quantity. We've known a choice, uh, choice scarf for a while with the ability unseen, unseen fist. Now help me out. Is this the dark or the water? This is the dark one because he has wicked blow. This is dark. Wicked blow, right. That's what I figured. Level fifth, I only have the water one. In showdown script, they, rapid strike is its own thing, but regular Urshifu is just the dark Urshifu because the dark one's just better. Oh, wish I would have known that. Yeah. (laughs) Before I chose him. Anyway, this one will have its EV spread of 252 attack for defense and 252 speed. With an adamant nature to make sure you're hitting harder, you have Dimension Wicked Blow, Thunder Punch for that... uh, type coverage you got the close combat for more uh for the fighting uh stab and the u-turn in case you gotta run away out of that scarf (laughs) yeah that is followed by uh an oldie but goodie saptos and not the ostrich looking one (laughs) not the dodrio looking one (laughs) but the regular saptos the regular one's better so (laughs) (laughs) and uh his uh with rocky helmet his ability the uh static which really not important, but its EVs are spread as 252 HP with 252 defense and 4 on special defense. Uh, this is not supposed to be a speedy Saptos. With its bold nature alongside with its 4 attacks, discharge, U-turn, hurricane, and roosts. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is pretty typical bulky Zapdos. Uh, so this team, when you run it, you typically just want to, you're pretty, pretty much going to lead Urshifu, bring Cresselia and Celesteela in the back. That's that's your plan. Mm-hmm. Unless you see an electric type, then you'd probably bring Lando. And the Lego helps you deal with a couple of threats. Zapdos helps you deal with a couple of bulky, bulkier steel types. But Celesteela going big is pretty much your win con, and that's kind of just what you want to do all the time. This looks really fun, and I think I'm going to play it with it later. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I think just having Celesteela go ham sounds like a lot of fun. I really need to get more uh, beasts on so doing battles to sure is actually super easy now because you can just grab the rental team, which we have for this team, and it'll be up on the Discord Woo-hoo. later. So you can just grab the rental team and go try it out. You can also watch Claude and P. McGee use the team on YouTube at youtube.com slash podcast. So with that in mind, we are going to kick it on over here, guys, and we're going to move on to the mailbag. It's mail time! Send in your email! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you can send in a listener email to pucklepodcast at gmail.com and we might read it on the show. This week we got, I think, like 12, 13 emails. So unfortunately, they're not all going to be on the show. We are going to try to get them on the website or do something with it. I want, I really need to do like the extended mailbags. Mm-hmm. But all right. We, I'm very excited for it, but as always, this segment is brought to you by the energy drink Green Toros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. Uh, hoof and as always, we will give out the Green Toros badge to anybody who does really, really well and sparks some discussion. So, last week we asked you guys what Pokemon you wanted to be good and competitive that wasn't. So, let's get going. Our first email is going to be from Tia. Hi, Puckle Podcast hosting Pucklers. <laughs> it's tia again with a faster email i listened to this podcast at work and watched the latest episode while catching up on the older ones this has been one of the topics that i'm most passionate about in the pokemon world why must some really cool and unique pokemon never be seen it makes me sad imagine a world where Frostmoth was the ice counterpart to volcarona that would be cool on my drive back i imagined how awesome it would be if something like ice key was actually good i had a few pokemon but narrowed it down to three inteleon ampharos and Ice Q. Inteleon is the only Gen 8 starter not know you, and I actually brought it brought up a unique ability for it. Opportunist. This Pokemon's moves gain priority against an opponent's Pokemon with less than 40 max 40% max HP. Originally this was 50, but people in, in the Smogon channel said it would be too broken, so I lowered it to 40. I like this because Tia did research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I I remember that discussion happening. That was a really cool discussion. Oh, were you there? Were you there for I that? I was there a little bit. I was doing it during work when my when people weren't around. <laughs> I was talking a little. That's cool. Yeah, I I'm a fan of that. I think 33 percent is probably the number, but 40 works. 33 yeah. percent is what if Pokemon were to implement it, that's what it would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like Overgrow and stuff like that. This would give Intellion a nice niche on teams as a revenge killer or a cleanup sweeper. For Ampharos. I, it has such an amazing design, and it stats for a bulky special attacker, which is not suitable for an electric type. No, it's not. <laughs> nope. Not to mention, in Mega, it has a fab haircut. <laughs> Zeus is partying on Ampharos' swag. Fabio Pokemon. I'd reconsider Ampharos' dragon typing, but also readjust its stats to have at least 70 speed and a base 90 speed in Mega. Oof. Mm. Uh, uh, 
Also, give it a new ability for Mega instead of Mold Breaker. I absolutely agree. <laughs> give it, like, Transistor or something cool. That would be cool. Maybe something like Filter, so its bulk actually means something. I think I think you could definitely do that. They've retconned abilities in the past, right? So, if uh, slash when we ever get Megas back, I'm going to be mm, hopeful please, that please, Megas please, will come please, back. Please. Yeah. I think they should I think they should retcon some of the abilities. I think some of the mega abilities that they got weren't thought through and it was just like this Pokemon got a mega because it'd be cool. Right. Yeah. And I think it'd be really nice to give Ampharos something useful. Maybe something like filter so its bulk actually means something. That's true. Filter would yep. be good. I think the speed might be a little too much. I personally. Mm. I also think with OU being not the main meta anymore, it's opened my eyes to what's possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I think Ampharos Mega in VGC or even in B- BSS could potentially end up being productive on a VGC team or on a Trick Room team. I could see that, yeah. On a Trick Room team. I think it absolutely could. Finally, I'd like to take a look at the Cube Penguin Ice Q. On the topic of Ice Q, Deflated Head Ice Q doesn't look cute anymore. Just give me some help. That's all. <laughs> I love listening to this. Ice Q is actually not bad. Really? It's not terrible. If you can if you can put it in BSS on a team where you know it's going to get hit by a physical attack to pop the ice cube, which right. will double its speed, essentially with Unburden, and you belly drum that first turn as well, Ice Q is having a field day. Yeah. <laughs> ice Q's having a field day. Ice Q is one of those cute Pokemon that, like, it can work. I don't know. I, I don't want to say every Pokemon should be, like, Lando tier good. Right. No, yeah. I think every Pokemon should be on meme tier good. Like, you can at least meme with it. And yeah. Ice Q's one. Ice Q does its one thing well. Yeah, that's all I want. I want every Pokemon to have one thing. Yeah. That's all I want. And some Pokemon don't have that one thing. Like Dunsparce. Yeah. What's Dunsparce's thing? Paraflinch. Yeah, but that's Togekiss's thing. Yep, exactly. Uh, all right. Thank you for that. Our next one's going to be from Oracle Above. And I believe Yushiro has this. Yes, it says, hello, Puckle. This is Oracle above on Discord. This time I'll make sure to be less confusing on the name. <laughs> I have a few Pokemon I think deserve some improvements. All of these Pokemon seem to, seems like they should be good, but have some major flaws that makes them less usable than one would initially expect. I try to focus on my changes on move pools and move mechanics. Firstly, Interleon. Interleon is very much a letdown in its move pool and it, the synergy with its ability. It will be improved by both access to freeze dry and a change to in snipe shot having an 100% critical hit ratio rather than the 12.5. This allows Interleon to hit bulky waters it otherwise cannot and provides access to a stab nuke as snipe shot now always uses sniper. Access to Frost Breath to abuse Sniper would also be great. This would provide the base power of about 135 compared to Ice Beam's 90. Up to date. Any any opinions? I'm actually a fan of that. that I'm not a, cool. I'm not against this. <laughs> I I will I will stay straight up, I am not against this. Yeah, fix the base power of snipe shot to be like freeze frost breath, and yeah, I'm yeah, down if you made snipe shot just a water type frost breath, I think it'd be better. Yeah, but yeah, give it give it something that it can really use to abuse sniper. I think this is a really good way to fix Inteleon, though. Ooh. Then we have with these changes, I could definitely see Inteleon succeeding in UU and RU, or having a niche in OU. Although Greninja would likely still outclass it when it comes to the meta. 
Let's not. Let's say if if it returns to the meta. If it returns <laughs> to the meta. <laughs> Next, Porygon Z. Porygon Z lacks any definitive set that isn't outclassed. It lacks both a useful typing and the ability to boost both speed and special attack with one move slot. Porygon Z would be improved by a similar move in Komos. Uh, oh, Komos. Ugh. Clanger soul. I say that three times in a row, please, Seth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> conversion could become a plus one omnibus to every stat, and conversion two could be a copy of Shell Smash. This would allow two different useful sets that would uh, give versatility between gaining both power bulk versus gaining just power. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Uh, we'll finish his statement on Porygon Z, and then I'll I'll inter I'll inter Well, do uh, <laughs> I could see I could this be uh, this being a niche in OU, but not a major threat. As before, a boost Porygon Z still requires a lot of team support to get in the fields and safely boost. Either way, Porygon Z would probably end up being one of the most viable special attacking shell smash users, which would provide in a place of hyper offense. So Porygon Z kind of already does that? Did that, past tense. Well, it did that. It did that. That's true. But I mean, it used to be just like a nasty plot, and then boom. It also, as until we lost the crystals, it used to be a Z-conversion omniboost sweeper. Yes, it also did just used to do that on top of that. Uh, now it, now it, you just see it use that... Um, even in BSS and VGC, it saw some minor success, especially in Series 6 when all of the big, scary things were gone. Right. It saw a lot of success because it's really hard to stop a turn one big Porygon Z that's just clicking back strike based on Hyper Beam. Yeah. It's really hard to stop that. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> I know a nasty plot adaptability Hyper Beam can one-shot a Blissey. I remember that from Gen 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have to be careful. Uh, Porygon Z is already scary. I don't know that I would say it, it's a Pokemon that needs to be better. <laughs> yeah. But that's just me. I, I, we, can dis we can agree to disagree. I, I mean, it would be cool <laughs> to give it Clangorous Soul, a Clangorous Soul type thing to more Pokemon. Yeah. I'd be into something like that. Do you think we will ever see like a regional Porygon? I feel like that's something that should have happened already. Yeah, we got a, we got a Sinnoh regional Porygon. Porygon Z. Uh, and so oh. <laughs> I don't want to see I don't I, I don't know that I want to see more regionals of Gen 1 Pokemon. Oh that's true. Yeah. I'm over it. I'm done. Give me more Zigzagoon. We have two Meowth. No, three. Do they just have a guy sitting in a back room who's just like, yeah, Meowth needs a regional. Well we just did that, Bob. Mm, but <laughs> we should do it again. But Viking boy. But Viking. <laughs> but Viking Meowth. I had this for the last time. Can we use it again? You guys didn't like my work last one. He just—he's just been bringing it up for the past seven years, like the same meow the regional. <laughs> Until they finally like find John, just yeah. put it on the Pokedex. All right, next one. Uh, finish it up. Finish it up. Yeah. Lastly, Electivire. I must, uh, I must put a disclaimer that I profusely apologize to Thatch if he dislikes these changes. <laughs> Electrovire lacks high base power moves, speed, and boosting options. If Electrovire get access yes. to plasma bits or and close combat, it will have both a reliable stab and a powerful coverage move. Also, access to either bulk up 
or agility could give it dimension in what it would be able to do. And its current best boosting option is Meditate. If Electivire wow. can get access to Meditate, it can get access to Bulk Up and Agility. It would still be a poor man's Serora, but it would likely have a place in either RU or NU. Thanks for the reading, and have a lovely day, Oracle above. Electivire should get Plasma Fists. It yeah. should. And close combat, please. And close... Yeah, what, okay, so Lycanroc gets close combat this gen? What's up with that? Right. Away. So if Lycanroc can get close combat, Electivire can get close combat. Electivire can get Plasma Fist, and then Electivire can pretend to be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Electivire's got good coverage. Like, Electivire has some of the best coverage in the game. Really? Yeah. It just doesn't have the speed to take advantage of it? Yeah, so the problem is he's get base 80 speed, if I'm not mistaken. And I mean, that's not that bad, right? It's pretty bad. Oh, okay. And it's, I mean, it's not bad, bad, but it's not like OU good. Okay. It's 95. It would, but yeah, 95 would be set, would be, oh, it's base 95? That's what it is. Yeah, 95. Why isn't Electivire better? That's it's what's going it's on. It's held back. It doesn't do enough. It's only got 123 attack. Yeah. The and moves it's got, like, have low base power. I think it's Wild Charge. I think it's Wild Charge now. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he gets Earthquake, he gets Ice Punch, he gets all a lot of good things. Yeah, he hits a lot of things super effective. And Flamethrower, too, yeah. if you want to just do that. I think I think in Gen 4, it used to be he got uh, he could hit 15 of the 17 types super effectively with one moveset. Yeah. Wow. So. I think that was Cross Chop, Earthquake. Yeah, Cross Chop, Earthquake, Thunder Punch, uh, Thunder Punch, Ice Punch would be the typical set. You could run a mix set with, like, Thunderbolt. I think that was better because you could bop grasses, you bop, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you I could bop know. a few Pokemon here and there. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, he's a good Pokemon, and he should yeah. be respected. <laughs> that's the that's <laughs> the answer. He should be respected. <laughs> treated, treated like Devire the way he should be treated. He's like my second yeah. favorite. As soon as we get the suiting, as long as we get a sitting cutie plush of Electivire, I'm into it. <laughs> I do want an Elekid sitting cutie, too. Elekid's one of my, like, Elekid's my favorite baby Pokemon. Ugh. By far. All right. Thank you for that, Oracle Above. Our next email is going to be read by Seth, and it's going to be from Gliscor Gamer. He- Ooh. You bet. All right. Hello, Thatch, Seth, and Jushiro. Gliscor Gamer here. First and foremost, I want to thank you for the great podcast you have created. I recently stated Masuda Method Shiny Hunting started, pardon me, and Masuda Method Shiny Hunting and listening to your podcast has helped turn a boring grind into a fun listening experience. That's awesome. I'm glad we can make your Pokemon better. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad we could help with that grind. That's a That's where we are. We're an app for Pokemon, which is improve <laughs> a little bit your time. <laughs> I also enjoyed filling out the Puckle survey, and I am excited for the shiny Genesect. Please fill out the Puckle survey so I can get my shiny, please. Well, this guy is gunning for the green Tars batch. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing our job for us. It's great. <laughs> This is great. Now, about Pokemon, I'd like to be better. Zacian could definitely use a power boost. Mm. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke, right? That's a joke. I hope it's Yeah, his joke. next paragraph is, in all seriousness. Oh, thank okay. God. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. In all seriousness, I think it would be awesome if Vikavolt were faster and could be an offensive powerhouse without Trick Room. I also wish Quillfish was in some way good. Same with Luxray. 
Sandslash is such a cool Pokemon, both of its forms, but Game Freak didn't do it justice. Donphan and Yanmega are also two that I wish were better, but they don't even exist in Sword and Shield yet, crossing my fingers. Oh, finger. that's so true, though. It, Ooh, Donphan, I think, is like one of the saddest losses of Dexit. Yeah, yeah, we can't use white elephant gifts. It's not even that. It's just Donphan. Donphan, I think, is like a really solid design in general. I agree with that. I always wanted the tire. It's a cool design. <laughs> I, ever since ever since Pokemon, the first movie, I think Donphan's design has been solid. Yeah. Yeah. Continuing on, though, I really wish that Pokemon I love using in a playthrough were viable for competitive. Tyrantrum is my third favorite Pokemon, but it just isn't good in competitive battling. Yeah, same here. I lo- it's my favorite fossil. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite fossil, but I like the idea of it. It's sad that the Pokemon I love so much have to be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that usually the case for a Pokemon fan? Unless yeah. you like Mewtwo or something I think like that. That's, I think that's true, unless you like the things that are on the box. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jolteon has always been my favorite, and uh, after Gen oh, 3, he's, he's just gone bad and bad and badder. He got worse than Gen 8. Still love him, though. Uh, yeah. Continuing on, I understand it from a design and balancing point of view, but I really wish I could take the team I spent 50 hours with during my playthrough and just jump into a battle with them. Well, Gen 9 should make all Pokemon <laughs> into pseudo-legends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed reading about my opinion, and I hope all of you receive some snow this December. This is Glyscore Gamer signing off. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> We're still hoping... All right. So uh, thank you for that. Do you guys think anybody uh, here deserves the Green Taurus badge? I, I think these were all solid today. I'm not they were, yeah. honestly. I like the survey plug. The survey, <laughs> that, plug, yeah. survey plug was memorable. I thought we st- spent a lot of time on Tia's. Man, I like all three of these, though. I like all three. They're well drafted. You know what? I'm going to... I don't care what our contract says with Green Tauros. <gasps> all three of them get the Green Tauros badge. Are you giving a Christmas gift? This is a Christmas gift, yeah. Yeah. All three of them. Oracle above. I think we already gave it to him, though. Uh, um, (laughs) Tia Tia and Glyscore Gamer, you get the green Taurus badge. Just send us a message on the Discord and let us know. You get a a green Taurus badge and you get a green Taurus badge. I'm Oprah. Uh, I'm going to get an angry email from Bo. Uh, (laughs) We can't all have our favorite Pokemon, but we can at least have a green Tauros badge. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to email us next week at BucklePodcast at gmail.com, feel free to email us about anything. Yeah. You can, of course, email us over. uh, Yeah, you can email us about everything. But our prompt prompt is going to be, what Pokemon would you think would be useful to have around the house? That would be fun. Let us know what and why. I am very excited for that one. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm very excited for that. There's uh, so if, many we could have missed. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, you can go ahead and and uh, follow us over on social media over at Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and Instagram. You can, of course, come to our Discord server and just hang out with us all of the time. We'd really appreciate that. You get the advent calendar Pokemon that are being, being given away for the next, uh, well, when this comes out, 10 days. You got 10 more mm-hmm. days of advent. So... Really go and check that out. We would really appreciate it. If you want to help support the show, um, you can also check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash podcast over at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Podcast. I finally picked up my schedule again, and we'll be back on Thursdays around 7.30, 8 p.m. Eastern, typically. I'll stream for a couple hours. We'll hang out. I want to exactly get into- Exactly 
I'm getting way closer to the idea of just streaming Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky. I don't see why not. <laughs> I'm getting really close to it. I'm really, really close to that idea. Uh, you can also go ahead and fo- follow us. Uh, yeah, you can follow us there. If you want to support the show financially, you could do so by going over to Twitch, Pri- Twitch and get offering a Twitch Prime subscription. Um, you can also go to TeePublic, which is in the show notes down below, get a t-shirt. We would really appreciate that. Or you can always go over to Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast, get shiny Pokemon, access to BreederBot, stuff like that, all that jazz, access to a lot of our community events that first come, first serve. We typically do patrons first. Um, and if we run out of slots, then then it's just patrons. Uh, that's, that's how <laughs> that works, uh, unfortunately. So with that said, we really appreciate you guys for listening. And I have been Trainer Thatch. Some say I'm Jashiro. And I am Seth Vilo. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.